Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. We made a Super Bowl bet this year again. Uh, I got to pick first, so I went with the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank goodness I did because they won the game. It looked like they weren't going to do it, and then they did it, Jim. Oh, yes. I remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> loser between Jim and myself, and Jim, you were the loser, um, had to zip line wearing nothing but a Speedo at the Factory Indoor Adventure Park in London. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday, finally, because we, we wanted to do this last week, but there kept being these strike days, and this place was full of kids all day long, did not want Jim to have to zip line in a Speedo in front of children, didn't want him to end up on some sort of list. That would have been the worst bet loss ever <laughs> if that was the <laughs> repercussions. You are not allowed in five, within 500 meters of any... <laughs> Public school. Uh, yesterday, we, we went down to the factory, and I, I just listened to this audio. We did a little little pre-zipline uh, interview with Jim. I sound so happy. I just want you to know the reason I'm so happy, it's not the fact that you had to do this. It's the fact that I didn't have to do it. That's why I am so excited. You're telling this. me you didn't enjoy me being embarrassed, though? I did. You do sound miserable. <laughs> like you got really awkwardly quiet before. It was all fun and games. And then when we were actually there and you noticed that there was a bunch of people who showed up to watch you do this. Yeah, like 20 people started filing in the doors. <laughs> it was like the Hobbit where one person comes and then two persons. And then next thing you know, there's two dozen people there. Yeah, when you saw the people, you got a little bit quiet and a little bit nervous. And yeah. I did kind of enjoy that. It was getting real. Jim, how you feeling? Nervous. Uh, whatever. Let's just do this. <laughs> let's uh, let's meet the wonderful staff here at the factory. What's your name, sir? Yeah, it's Scott O'Neill. Scott, and you are? Justin Robertson. Okay, and you guys are making sure that Jim is going to be safe up there in his Speedo? Yep, we're, we're looking forward to seeing him up there. Well, Justin is anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so he's going to wear this harness. Did you ever Why think... Are you... there so many people here? Did you ever think that you'd be harnessing a guy... Wearing nothing but a speedo. No, I never thought this day would come. <laughs> Dreamed it though. Dreamed it. Is there anything safety-wise Jim should be aware of? Not having much clothing on, on the uh, on the ropes course. Uh, maybe just be uh, careful of his package. <laughs> just uh, not to get it caught in the harness. <laughs> don't, don't get it pinched in there. Oh look, here comes some more people. Jim. Oh wow, all women. <laughs> Okay, ladies, you want to wish Jim good luck? Good luck, Jim. Woo! Good luck, Jim. Woo! <laughs> I am so happy right now. <laughs> oh. Skinny legs. What? What's He's got that? skinny legs. Whoa, easy. That's a lot of flesh, isn't That's it? That's a lot of white. A lot of white. <laughs> a lot of white. Now, at this point, Jim was wearing a trench coat. Because you, you had to climb all the way up to the zip line, which is the three, four stories up in the air. Yeah. And you got to traverse all these different obstacles on the, uh, the ropes course to get there. So you didn't want to do that in the Speedo. You didn't want to do more Speedo exposure than you needed to. I was doing exactly what the bet was. Yeah. Zip line across, traverse, zip line back. We said climb up in a bathrobe, yeah. which looks a lot less creepy than a trench coat does. That- I was going for that Inspector Gadget look, to be honest. You went for the 
the creepy flasher look. <laughs> no, it did no. Not I, look like- it was a metaphor. Inspect my gadget. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Uh, the ladies were, uh, they, they couldn't wait for you to drop that trench coat. Take it off! Take it off! Take it off! Take it off! You're like a piece of me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dangling from a rope. If a bunch of men were chanting that at a woman, <laughs> there'd be an outrage. That is literally like when they put a piece of chicken across the pond where the alligators are in. I zipped in front of those ladies in there. Ah! So Jim climbs up to the top of the structure. He hooks himself in. He's ready to zip line, and this is what it sounded like. Come on back. Come on back. <laughs> I got to say kudos, Jim. For- oh! Living up to your end of the bargain there. It's done. You did it. Uh, Yeah, it's over. But now it's like on the internet forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. It is on the internet. Hearing it is one thing. But if you want to see Jim ziplining in a Speedo because he bet on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, you can do that right now. You can share it with your friends. You can watch it again later today. You can watch it tomorrow. You can watch it three weeks from now because nothing ever dies online. Except my self-esteem. And we have another reboot remake to tell you about. Uh-oh. Disney Plus. They're going to the well. They're, they're doing a Mighty Ducks series yeah. on Disney Plus. With Emilio Estevez, he will be returning in his role as... Reformed alcoholic, drunk driving coach. Coach Bombay, baby. Coach Bombay (laughs) is going to be back. And now Disney Plus has confirmed that Rick Moranis will be reprising his role from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I called the police. What's on your head? I was looking for the kids. Where, in a coal mine? They're in the backyard. They are? Diane, I got something real important to tell you. That is the couch from the attic. Are you trying to tell me the machine works? Do the kids know? Well, yeah, the kids know. That's great! No, it's not that great. Why? I shrunk the kids. What? And the Thompson kids, too. They're about this big. They're in the backyard. <laughs> what? Threw them out with the trash. <laughs> I loved that movie. I, I, Me too, man. I watched it so much when I was a kid. I had it taped on a VHS. I was obsessed with the idea of like little people running around. Yeah. The, the fantasy of, oh, what would it be like if you were standing next to a pencil and the yeah. pencil was bigger than you were? There was also a series of books called The Littles, and they were yeah, tiny similar. people who would live in like people's houses, and I was obsessed with that idea. I would like le- make like little homes. Well, he shrunk the kids, then he shrunk the baby, didn't he? Was no, he blew just, up the baby. Oh, he blew up the baby. And the baby was like Godzilla in yes. Manhattan. And then I think he shrunk himself at some point. Honey, we shrunk ourselves was the second one, and that's what all the parents then got shrunk. And then the third one was like, we blew up the baby. Blew up the baby? Yeah. Rick Moranis had retired from acting. This is big. He he hasn't uh, been accepting roles in movies or TV for a a while. His wife got cancer, and he uh, basically retired to look after his kids, to raise his kids. And now... 
He's decided to come back, take this role on. There's word that the plot was tailor-made for Moranis. In the new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, show, he's going to play a widow, uh, widower. His wife in the show will also have passed away, and then he's dealing with that with his kids, and at the same time, he's shrinking things. Do you realize what he was trying to shrink? He was trying to shrink her tumor. Yes. So it's like, it's very real, very close to reality. It's super depressing compared to what the movies used to be like. Like, it was like a fun adventure. This one might be a little more serious. Have a little drama mixed in there. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see Rick Moranis back on screen. You know what else? When he was retired, he did do a little bit of work in the entertainment industry. He released a country album. Did he really? Yes. Huh. Rick Moranis. I got to say, I, I don't know. He's Canadian, right? Rick? Am I wrong? Was he on SCTV or am I, am I confusing him with somebody else? Rick Moranis was on SCTV, yes. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He, uh, you know, he's gone, been gone for so long out of the spotlight. You forget how hilarious Rick Moranis really is as that character actor. Ghostbusters, Spaceballs. Lewis Tully and Ghostbusters. Yeah, like I love Rick Moranis. Yeah, well, hopefully he's still got it because he's coming to Disney Plus in a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV series. I want to see you peacock. Sports time, Devin Peacock is with us. Jeremy Roenick will no longer be a uh, hockey commentator, broadcaster with NBC Sports. He was uh, canned because of something he said on the Spittin' Chicklets podcast, Dev. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, I forgot about this until the other day when he announced this uh, yesterday that he would not be coming back to NBC. But uh, back in uh, December, he was suspended indefinitely because of uh, some of the comments he made. There were uh, two, really, that uh, kind of all kind of flowed together. So uh, at one point in the podcast, he discussed a vacation he had a little while ago with his wife and uh, fellow broadcaster Catherine Tappan, where he uh, joked about the possibility of them having a threesome together. Also in the podcast, he talked about how Patrick Sharp, who's also a uh, broadcaster with NBC, was uh, quite uh, beautiful and said he'd have to think about it if he were to ask him so he's, about doing something. Let me get that straight. He sexually harassed a man as well? Is that what they're saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, he called he called Sharp so beautiful and said, I'd have to think about it if he asked me, <laughs> and I wouldn't say no right away. Come on. He also uh, commented about how he and Anson Carter, another former NHL or also a broadcaster, were kind of ugly in uh, comparison to uh, Patrick Sharp. That all doesn't sound that... Like, that all seems frivolous to the story. Yeah. That's just guys. If you're on vacation with a female co-host and you're making jokes about having a threesome with your wife, her and your wife... That's one thing. Yeah, that's guy. You should kind of know better than that in this day and age. But uh, there's a lot of people who think he was clearly joking around, and they didn't think Ronick should be uh, fired. Here he is. This is his social media post, and obviously he's not too remorseful about what he did because the the what he wrote above this video is this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the video that he put up online. I'm very disappointed and angry today. I will not be returning to NBC. And though disappointed, I'm also grateful that I've had the opportunity to share my love, my passion, my knowledge of the game with millions of people, millions of fans. And for that, I thank you. Even though I'm leaving NBC, I will not be gone for long. I'll be back better and more motivated to bring you the best entertainment and the best that I have for the game of hockey. Jim, you thought Rona could be the guy to replace Don Cherry. 
Yeah, I mean, he's kind of been hanging out on TV for a while. He kind of has that same attitude, like, you know, loudmouth. He is kind of following in Don Cherry's footsteps. Yeah, he's certainly he looking after his hero. Just got fired. But, like, when you think of big personalities in uh, NHL broadcasting, Ronick is at the top of that list, really. He's a big personality, and he's one like like when he speaks, like he's being authentic. Right, the big thing about Don Cherry was he was always authentically Don Cherry. It's kind of like why people think of Brian Burke in that same way. He's authentically Brian Burke. Jeremy Jeremy Roenick is authentically Jeremy Roenick. It's just in this case, I mean, he with the suspension, he clearly crossed boundaries in terms of uh, workplace dynamics. And I don't, I can't speak for Catherine Tappan, Patrick Sharp, or Anson Carter, but if uh, some of their bosses said, do you feel comfortable working with them again? And they said, no. I mean, the unfortunate thing for Jeremy Roenick is there's lots of former NHL players out there who could be uh, broadcasters, and it's uh, pretty easy to uh, to cut somebody. Just going to make a mental note here. Never tell Devin or Jim how beautiful they are, and definitely <laughs> do not propose a threesome. Between the three of us. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so far, so good. It's tempting. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> Increasingly easy trivia for Rage Against the Machine tickets this July. They're at First Ontario Center in Hamilton. The game gets easier as we go. Increasingly easy. It's right in the title. So the first question is the hardest. The fifth question is the easiest. If you answer the easiest question, you get a pair of tickets to go to the show. You could answer all five consecutively. You'll win the tickets. If you're wrong, though, we hang up, move on to the next caller. It doesn't matter if you answer the first four questions. If you don't answer number five, you don't get the tickets. Got it? 519-643-9696. Here we go. What's your name? Uh, my name's Scott. Scott, here's the first question. At Lollapalooza, 1993, Rage Against the Machine appeared naked on stage wearing only what? Was it like uh, like gags? Gags. No. Gags? Mouth, mouth covers. Mouth covers on mouth the right co- track. Mouth covers. I want to be specific. This is the hardest question, so let's get specific, and people really want these tickets. 1993, Rage appeared on stage naked wearing only what? What's the answer? Was it rubber chickens? <laughs> rubber chickens. Tie- what do you tie the rubber chicken to? I don't even I think want you, to know. you just make the head disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> squeak, squeak. Like, like uh, me, myself, and Irene at the okay, end. Okay, <laughs> yes. I got the visual, Jim. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> what were Rage wearing when they were naked on stage at Lollapalooza? They only had one thing on. What was it? Ties. Ties. No. no. my goodness. It's funny how everybody knows the sock thing, and this one is just outrageous. Yeah, well, I, I, just as outrageous. The ball gag or the gag was the closest we've had. 1993, Rage appeared naked on stage wearing only what? Pair of shoes. Pair of shoes. No. Hey. Hey, how's it going? You know the answer? Is it tape on their mouth? Tape on their mouths yes, is sir. correct. They went on stage wearing only duct, duct tape covering their mouths as a stand against censorship. Next question here, getting easier. What video game released in 2000 was the song Gorilla Radio featured on? 
Huh? You don't know that one? one. All right, see ya. What video game released in the year 2000 was Gorilla Radio featured on? Tony Hawk 2, baby. You got it, buddy. There he goes. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Next one here. Do we want to go year or... Let's go year. year. Okay. Tim Comerford of Rage climbed a tower on stage to protest Limp Bizkit winning an award at the MTV uh, Video Music Awards. What year was that? Uh, nine. Someone's Googling. See ya. Someone's Googling. Hey, what hey. year did Tim Comerford climb up on stage to protest Limp Biscuit winning a MTV Video Music Award? 2000. You got it, yes, buddy. Yes, 2000. So is this it? This is for the ticket. No, there's two more, actually. Two more, okay. It's taking a while. People are uh, struggling here. What college degree does Tom Morello have? What, what? College degree. Or university degree. This isn't getting easier. This is the, Everybody knows this. That's uh, harder, man. It's no, harder. Give me a break. Okay. If you know Rage, this is, should be so easy. Come on, guys. You know Rage? Uh, what what kind of stuff are they into? It's probably not biology. Political, political sciences. Come You're on, lucky. Tom Morello graduated from Harvard University with a political science degree. I, I thought everybody... I think that was not the easiest question. People should not know how smart Tom Morello is. This better be the easiest question here, Okay, Jim. true or false? You got the 50% chance of getting this right. What? Wait, sorry. True or false... Did Tom Morello ever work as an exotic dancer when he moved to Hollywood? True. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Tom Morello told Enemy Magazine, when I graduated from Harvard and moved to Hollywood, I was unemployable at one point. I even worked as an exotic dancer. The song Brick House was my jam. <laughs> <laughs> and his stage name was Wawa Willie. <laughs> Wawa What's your name? Steve. Steve, you're going and to I see Ricky Machine. You're going, bud? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, this is another one here. Uh, people are now saying that Jim Carrey should be canceled. Cancel culture. Hmm. Jim Carrey was doing a. It would be so sad if this was the end of Jim Carrey's career. Uh, he was doing a publicity junket for the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And an interviewer uh, asked him if there's anything left on his bucket list. And this is what he had to say. After all you've done in your career and in your life, is there anything still left on your bucket list? Just you. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's it. It's all uh, done now. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just own it. Uh, okay, I'm owning it now. <laughs> Is there anything left on your bucket list? Just you. People are going crazy. Jim Carrey, what a sexist, smarmy pig. How could he say something like that to the female reporter? Can we all just calm down? Like it's uh, it may be inappropriate what he said, but can we please relax as to how bad it is? He he you, on those things if you've never seen behind the scenes, these guys are getting interviewed by a hundred people. It takes four hours. They're just trying to do anything to keep it interesting or make a joke. Like it's hard to fill that time as Jim Carrey. He didn't say he wanted to have sex with her. He said just her being. He could have meant being interviewed by her was the on his because he did say. 
Did he not? He said his bucket list just is you. done. Yeah, just you. Is there anything still left on your bucket list? Just you. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's it. It's all uh, done now. now it's saying all done it, now. Like, he's, he's saying he, it weird. <laughs> yeah, he sounds kind of... <laughs> just you. Mm-hmm. The tone. The tone is a little creepy. So you're telling me there's a chance. But he also could be very tired. Yeah. You know? You and try, he's joking around. He's on camera. You try and make a joke and it just does not come out the way... You meant it to, or doesn't come across the way you meant it to. Does that mean that you should never be able to work again in Hollywood? Or there is no flirty jokes you can ever make ever again. I like, and I said it just two minutes ago. I'm more disturbed when it's behind the scenes, when it's in front of camera. He knows he's not getting away with anything. He's not, he's not trying to be creepy. I don't think. I think he's just trying to have a laugh. The reporter didn't complain. People who watch the video oh, complain. Of course, because they have nothing better to do. Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters tomorrow, Valentine's Day. You want to <laughs> really get get things going with you and your partner. Is there anything still left on your bucket list? Just you. Oh, <laughs> wow. <That's it. laughs> this sounds like the most romantic time ever. <laughs> Honey, we're going to see Sonic the Hedgehog. Here really? on my bucket list. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I want to check you off. <laughs> Is there anything still left on your bucket list? Just you. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.